Welcome again to another all-new brand, spanking fresh episode of Beckett Radio. I am yours truly, Derek Thicken, alongside my good friend, Justin Gruner. Justin, what's going on, my friend? Pretty good. You just called me your friend twice in a sentence, so that just that, made my day that just a little me, bit yeah. better. You're just not only a friend, you're a friend friend. I'm a good friend. Well, yeah, I said it twice, so yeah. you'll you'll get a friend friend status right now. Awesome. How, how's it going? Pretty good, man. Kind of tired. Uh, school's kicking my butt. As well as works doing a 16-hour days between Beckett and school. That's tough, but uh, it's worth it. Well, yeah, definitely worth it. Everyone stay in school. Don't do drugs. That whole thing. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Yes, and uh, I'm glad I have you on because you are the football analyst. I am, and there is an awesome product coming out. That it, it, it's its first year. It's uh, a flawless. Four, yeah, it's a flawless product. Sorry, Chandler All right, Chris Olds. Olds. <laughs> All right, Chris Olds, get out of here. We don't need you now. So, uh, take two. Uh, I'm just going to give a little backstory on what just happened and how I just edited this whole thing. But after we talked about flawless, you just busted your butt out of yeah. this chair. Well, and to grab something from the video camera. The camera lens cap was on the table, and it's across the table, and I decided I have to have this in yeah. my hand so I don't forget it because I'll see something and then forget it later. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed <laughs> to have that. So I went to grab it, and the chair just tipped, yeah. and wheels don't have any balance. It just well, keeps going. It just keeps going. So, so you definitely fell, and it really was funny. But it was graceful. Like, I didn't hurt myself. It was, it was, it was a very graceful, graceful fall. Yeah, it was graceful. So let's talk about flawless football. We're going to talk about that later on. Uh, that's the first okay. of its kind for football, and it's potentially going to be the big grabber now that Panini has the exclusive. I think so. So I mean, yeah, it, works, well, it worked really well so far for basketball. Yeah, basketball and hockey, I think. They had hot. No? No, no hockey. Yeah, they, they had it in hockey. Did they? Yeah. I've never seen it in hockey. Well, if they didn't, shame on me. <laughs> but we, uh, we'll we talk about that in Inside New Releases because that's coming out here in the next month. Yep. Uh, and, and that's going to be a lot of cool to talk about. Yep, yep. We do have upcoming products and pricing. We will talk all about the pricing that's up there for your OPGs to check out. We do have one story for news around the hobby, and it involves Upper Deck. And so, all of you man cave artists Yeah, man out cave there. guys out there, get ready. They're, they're artists. Artists, I'm man sorry. Man cave artists. I'm sorry. My mistake. Just coined the term. Yeah. Trademark just now. So, yeah, there's there's a chance for you guys to win some really cool stuff. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But, Justin, let's, let's start off with our opening segment, upcoming products and pricing. So I'm going to talk to you and let you know. That Bowman Chrome Baseball got pushed back to Friday. Did you know that? How dare they? Yeah, I know. Uh, we had a case break that was going to happen on Wednesday, but it got pushed back, obviously. So it, it, it's going live Friday the 26th, as well as, Le- as, well as Leaf Best of Baseball. Did, now, I, did you also see the Iron Man autographs? Set? That got is, pushed back. Did they get pushed back as yeah, well? That got That's been pushed back several times. Yeah, something is wrong with Leaf Iron Man autographs. Something's yeah. going on there. Well, they had the Ichiro product last mm-hmm. year, and I think this is kind of in the same the same vein as yeah. that. And it looks pretty neat. So. Yeah, it looks cool. You know. It'll be worth the wait once it, you know, once it gets released. Yeah, definitely. Leaf always does some pretty cool things. So that'll be interesting. Now, I think they pushed the Leaf Iron Man back to the 29th of October. So it's late October for sure. Tops Prime Football is coming out on, on Friday. Yes, it is. That's going to be cool. We actually just got the checklist in. We're going to be importing it either today or tomorrow. We'll be ready by Friday for all of you guys on OPG. Cool. And uh, Bench Warmer Hockey Premier Edition. That sounds sweet. I don't know what it entails, but I, I know Matt Bible, our non-sport gaming analyst, always talks about how cool bench warmers. Um, All you guys are. out there who know what bench warmers is, you'll understand why the guy gets excited. Yeah, he gets excited. That's also coming out on Friday. So we got five products coming out on Friday. Uh, that so that's going to be really cool. That's a whole lot of work coming that's out. A, yeah, that's a whole lot of work. As far as pricing goes, certified football is ready. It got priced. I finished that up yesterday. Cool. Actually. So that's done. Triple Threads Baseball is done. Immaculate Basketball is currently being priced as we are talking this moment. Wow. Brian Fleischer's doing it. And OPG Hockey is done, ready for you guys to check out yes. on your OPGs or at newsstands all over the country and world. And also just kind of updating you now. Let's hear it. I'm going to be pricing Flair Showcase Football tomorrow. Perfect. So that's so there's that. That's underway in a little bit. Probably be ready by Thursday afternoon. Well, it'll be probably be available Monday. It's not a very big set, so it should be pretty easy for me to get taken care of. Cool. And then you got uh, Finest Football next week. 
Sweet. So, yeah, definitely check out Beckett.com for all your products and pricing news. Uh, we're starting to do a lot of first pricing updates on the website as well as social media. So if you see that stuff, that means that it's ready to go and check it out on your OPGs uh, for your v- viewing pleasure. So This lens cap is cursed, yeah, I swear gosh, to God. Stop, I can't stop, stop playing with man. it. So let's go to inside new releases. 2014 Panini Flawless Football is what we're going to talk about today. And that's why you're here, Mr. Justin Grunert, is to talk all about football and all about flawless. So let me give you a little backstory since you don't know anything uh, about this product. I I don't. Except for the cleat cars. Yeah, you know absolutely nothing. So it's coming out October 31st. This is the first time for football. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting because a lot of people are saying that National Treasures isn't the staple Panini product. Flawless and Immaculate might take it over soon. I don't know about all that. I I don't know. With 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 Immaculate having Immaculate basketball having those shoe cards. Yeah. And and (laughs) I I, I talked to (laughs) Josh. So we have Josh Cade on uh, Card Father X of Card World TV. He came on, uh, did a great interview that we're gonna bring on in a little bit. But we talked about the shoe cards and how Immaculate did so well. And National Treasures didn't do so well for basketball. For hockey, it did just because they packed it out like it's, crazy. Well, it's also their last exactly. first and only. Exactly. So they, they did pretty well for that. But for basketball, it wasn't the biggest seller in previous, uh, since, you know, since other years or whatever. Right. So Immaculate was definitely something to, to look after. And so now with Flawless coming out, yeah, every card in this set is numbered to 25 or less. So that's awesome. Um, so obviously, it's going to be very expensive to buy. Exactly. Obviously, this is the first time for football. There's 10 cards per pack, one pack per box. In that box, you get seven autographs, two jumbo prime memorabilia cards, Oof. one diamond or emerald card that Oof. contains actual diamonds or emeralds. Did you know that? I did not know that. Well, congratulations. I just told you. Thank you. The base cards also contain these diamonds, emeralds, whatever, remnants, whatever they might be. Right. So that's going to be interesting. But you're going to pay uh, for it. Yeah. If if you expect a real diamond or an emerald in your card, (laughs) you're not going to pay five bucks for a box. And they're probably going to be numbered one one and five is what I would be guessing. Um, That's pretty neat. I've seen the diamond cards before, and those things fetch a pretty, pretty good sum. Yeah. Uh, I mean, wh- what do you think about this product? Do you think this is going to be a staple for football for years to come now that they um, have the license? Yeah. I mean, I think they will. I, I mean, I look at it as it's just kind of they saw what Topps did with Five Star and said, <laughs> we can do better than that. Yeah, yeah. And I, from the images that I have seen and the, from what I have read, because I do know a little bit about the product. Oh, you do? A little oh, bit. Good. Not, not the most. I'm glad. Once once it comes out, I'll be uh, up to date with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it it looked pretty impressive. I mean, like they said, those cleat cards just look amazing. They're all about all those, shoes. The shoes, the, the jump, month. all the jumbo swatches. I <laughs> yeah. think you get you can get pieces of the ball with the lace. Wow. I think those are redemption cards because they're so thick. But yeah. I could be wrong on that. They they might actually insert them because I mean it's going to be a big case to buy this. Yeah, thing. definitely. Uh, so, I mean, they're really pushing the boundaries and kind of revolutionizing how the mem card is looked at. And uh, I think they're going to be pretty successful and really popular. Now, do you think that Panini is trying to go more high-end with their products? And do you think they will eventually phase out the low-end stuff? Oh, absolutely not. No. I think they're going to, I think they are going to start shifting more towards high-end. But now that they're the only guy, you know, they're the only dogs in the pound. They're the only guy, you know, people that are going to be producing football cards so they can actually expand football and say, okay, well, we don't have hockey. Let's move you guys that did hockey over to football, and mm-hmm. let's make all these high-end sets, but let's keep our low-end and mid-end stuff yeah. for you know the set collectors and all that. So I think you're just going to see more Panini products yeah. coming out in the next few years, and I think they're going to push the boundaries. They they always do something creative with their products. Now, with you know, speaking of Panini with the new licensing deal, you know, everyone talks about when Topps football comes out. That's the product when everyone's like, all right, season's ready. Let's go. You know, yeah. now that that's not going to be around, what are we going to do? What What's going to be that product that Panini um, puts out that it's not high end so everyone can yeah. get it anywhere they want? You know what I mean? Well, they always have score. Yeah. Um, that would probably be one of them. I, I, but do you think they hurt like to think score with hot rookies? You know what I mean? No. no. Because a lot of people were upset to see 
the cards be pretty much the exact same. They just change the logo. No, I think they hurt hot rookies with hot rookies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I think that the fact that they put out a set that was identical to something that people already had, yeah. they I think next time they'll they'll fix what they did. And I mean, I mean, no offense, you know, no disrespect to the Panini guys. I, I think it was a very interesting way to do it's, a product with hot rookies. It's a great idea. I would love to see a hot rookie set just not look the exact same. It, as yeah, score. just it, yeah, have, it, have it, it was, be different. It was extremely confusing. And, and maybe well, I'm just an idiot, but you know, it, it, it was pretty. It was pretty confusing to have them come pretty much yeah. back to back almost. Well, they're also know? very hard to. You know, for collectors and for us, I mean, it was hard for me to look at and price it because it's like, okay, you got the score hot rookie autograph set, and then you have hot rookies. Yep. You, uh, it was how tough. do you differentiate? Yeah. So um, I think if they changed it up and maybe even changed the name, mm-hmm. but did a rookie, you know, rookie premiere exclusive set, yeah. now that they're the only guys that are going to be doing this stuff, they have that opportunity to take more photos, get more images, and have a much better... Um, I guess a deeper reservoir of photos to yeah, use for their cards. Definitely. So let's get back to flawless football. Let's get back to it. Um, with flawless football, obviously you're paying top dollar. <laughs> yeah. With the patches, what do you think about the patches having to have, you know, not a, a, a basic one color basic patch? You know what I mean? Like putting the actual, like, I, there like was the a numbers picture. Or the yeah, the numbers or, or an actual logo patch. Do you think that's more like, I'm paying top dollar, I expect a pretty sweet oh, patch? Oh, yeah, definitely. If I pay, I, I don't know the price point of this yet, but if I'm paying as much as that they're going to charge for it, and I think with Immaculate Basketball, it was like $1,500, so yeah, it's, probably gonna be, it's probably going to be up in that range, in the yeah. $1,000 or more range. Um, if I'm paying that much money, I'm expecting logos at numbers mm-hmm. if they have any of those like commemorative patches that you know football teams put on their jerseys and yeah. i'm expecting game worn yeah. not event event worn like oh he wore this to an autograph signing and that's the jer-. no i want dirt yeah i want grass on this jersey mm-hmm. i want to make sure that it's it's yeah. been real really used yeah and that's something that i would like to talk to tracy hackler or scott prusha about is you know do they do they hold you know, certain areas of the jersey for certain products. You know what I mean? I would think they would. I mean, they got to put some good stuff in, you know, the lower end products. But when you get something that is going to bring in a ton of money, mm-hmm. that's where you want to put your, your good yeah. stuff. Yeah, because I was looking at some of the, uh, some of the, I guess, product images that David Lee, our football editor, put on on Beck.com slash news. Check it out. Uh, some pretty great images. But there was like a Blake Bortles uh, relic card, I think it was. Right. And it was a patch auto. Or I don't think it was a patch auto. It might have been, but I just remember seeing the patch, and it said Jags on it. That's and what it was, I'm talking about. It, 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 you could see it, it. It looked great. And you were like, I want that card, you know? So it, it was really cool to see. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm excited to, to see what Flawless, you know, comes out with, yeah. you know, in, in years to come. You know, unfortunately, I'm too broke to buy a box of Flawless, yep. but if I had the money, I would. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would have bought Panini Immaculate Basketball, but I'm just... You know, yeah, I'm you just don't saying. have that much money. I do not, know. Unfortunately, we, we don't get paid nearly enough to afford the high-end but stuff. But we do appreciate our jobs. We most definitely do. Uh, of course. We get to, Well, at least we get to you know look at the stuff, and it's when true. it comes in, we get to handle yeah. it. I mean, heck, you got to handle that Babe Ruth cut autograph. That, yeah, that I... yeah. When's that, that was sweet. When's the Jackie Robinson come in? That's actually in, I'm pretty sure. So, Is it? Yeah. We I, need to, go talk, I need to autograph. go talk to uh, yeah, Rob about Rob, that because I told him yeah. I wanted a picture of it. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely check that out. But, yeah, so Flawless Football is coming out October 31st, uh, and that hopefully doesn't get pushed back or anything like that. Like I said, every card's number 25 or less. Ten cards a pack, a pack per box, seven autographs, two Jumbo Prime Mems, and then you get diamonds and emeralds. Just so much cool stuff. So check it out. It'd be a cool trick-or-treat item to get. Yeah, seriously. You go around to a house. I bet Tracy Hackler's house. I was going to say, I'm going to go to Tracy's house and be like, (laughs) trick-or-treat. Trick-or-treat, man. Where's my cards? Give me my box of cards. (laughs) I'll have to. I'm going to text him or I'll I'll shoot him an email. Hey, man, is Pernini doing any trick-or-treat stuff at your office? 
That would be a really cool we'll promo get, to do yeah, for a Halloween promo. We, we'll, we'll give away magazines or something. Heck yeah. You know what I mean? We just, you know what? We may have just thought of a new promotional we item just, for them. Yeah, hey, you know We what? just did their job for them. We just did some great we ideas. We want royalties. Yeah, we want royalties here at Beckett Radio. All right, so let's go to our next topic of the day, and that's uh, news around the hobby. We got this one really cool story coming out of the Upper Deck camp, and that means that Upper Deck is offering prizes for the best man cave. Bum, bum, bum. Now, that's pretty sweet. So I don't have a man cave. I wish I did. Uh, I, I, I feel like my whole, I guess, room is a man yeah, cave. Yeah, your, your room you know? is definitely a man cave. <laughs> I've only seen it the one time, and I'm like, this is exactly how I imagined it would be. You're yeah. a 25-year-old bachelor. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I, I'm married, so most of my house is very coordinated and decorated. My girly. wife is very... Very girly. I wouldn't say girly. Very crafty. It's very domestic. Ah. Domestic. That must be nice. And yes, craftsy. Yeah. But then you have my office, which is kind of my man cave. I have my leather recliner, which my wife actually uses more than I do. Oh, terrible. You need to use well, that. Come well, on. Well, she... I let her use my desk for the uh, office until we uh, get her office set up. Okay. So she uses it. She actually uses my man cave more than I do. Ah, gotcha. And, but I have my display tower from all my baseball cards. I have... Uh, one of those giant love sack bean bags. Mm-hmm. My uh, recently acquired Gary Sheffield autographed baseball bat. There you go. There. Courtesy of Beckett yeah. Auction Services. Exactly. So uh, let's talk about this man cave contest because you can potentially, um, I guess, uh, place your man cave in in this contest. Mine would not win. Okay. <laughs> it's not that decorated. <laughs> well, that extravagant. Yeah. The the contest will run until the thirteenth of October. So the time is coming up. So if yeah. you want to do this, do it now. Uh, upper deck. The upper deck staff will be voting and will reward the five best entries from all around the globe. You can be wherever, and whoever wins, you get five winners, and they get the chance to pick a piece of autograph memorabilia from one of the upper deck athletes, uh, exclusive athletes. To enter this contest, you have to submit one to five high res images of your man cave, and the reason why, obviously, not just the picture but uh in a hundred words or less why you deserve to win the contest at upper deck marketing at upper deck.com so that's upper deck marketing at upper deck.com and you know since it's the 25th anniversary of upper deck they're mm-hmm. trying to do these really cool ideas and they're really and contests ways, they're yeah. i think they're doing a great job uh, they always do a great job upper yeah. deck chris carlin grant sandground over there but this year they're they're really beefing it up and i i have nothing but great things to say about those guys they yeah. did an awesome job at the National, and they continue to do great things. All the charity work. Yeah. So, um, yeah, submissions will be judged by the Upper Deck staff and then will be judged uh, by the use of the memorabilia, imagery, the compelling nature of their story, and the pride of Upper Deck. So they got to be Upper Deck supporters. <laughs> I, was say, I can imagine somebody with a giant Upper Deck banner in their man cave with yeah. the Griffey cutout or something. Oh, that's that upper would deck. be sick. You'd be like, okay, that guy wins automatically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all eligible entries will be posted to Upper Deck's Facebook page during the period, and then five finalists will be selected by the staff and will will be posted on upperdeckstore.com slash ultimate man cave so the public could vote on the winner. So that means there will be five finalists and the public will get to vote on who gets first place, second place, third, fourth, and fifth place. Right. Okay, and that'll be the 14th through the 16th of uh, October. The winners will be notified around the 17th of October. If you did put a submission in, check around the 17th and check it out. But the five winners will have the opportunity to choose their memorabilia. So if you get first place, you have a choice of the five items. You can pick whatever one you want. Right. I mean, you still get something really cool. Yeah. But, you know, to get first or second place, you have a chance to get, oh, man, I'm, get a, the, I'm a golf collector, so I want a Tiger Woods, you know, autograph. Dude, I'm, not even a gol- I'm not even a golf collector. I'm a huge golf fan, but I'd still take the Tiger Woods. Yeah, seriously. So uh, definitely check that out, upperdeck.com slash blog. No, upperdeckblog.com yes. is their website for their blog. they got a lot of cool stuff on there. Big shout-out to all the Upper Deck crew for putting on something like this and uh, giving back to the community because that's always fun to see. So, uh, yeah, special shout-out to those guys. And, uh, yeah, I guess that about wraps it up for the beginning portion of this show. So we got two interviews for you guys today. One is Josh Cade. He's a good friend of the show, Cardfather X on Twitter, and he's one of the guys at CardWorldTV.com. He's going to join us as well as Ivan Lovegren. Everyone knows him from the breaks. Hashtag collect fail. If you don't, you should be ashamed of yourself. Check them out. Hilarious. There's five episodes right now. 
talk to him. And Find out if there's more episodes in the making because there, I want to see more. There are more episodes in the making, so just hold tight, Justin. You'll uh, you'll see him soon. Getting all antsy. Yeah, so we'll have those guys on. So first up here is the interview from Josh Cade. All right, so I was doing the show, and all of a sudden I see this big guy walking around, and I was like, hey, it looks like Josh Cade, yeah. and it was Josh Cade. So hey, Josh Cade, what's up, How man? How you doing, buddy? Doing good? Good to see you again. You know, I'm, uh, I'm ready for the weekend. I'm, I'm going out of town, so I'm glad that we're doing this now. we got to edit it, do all that production stuff, right. and it's going to take me a little bit. So I'm glad you were like, hey, man, let's get this done. You know? Let's do it. So uh, what's new in the case-breaking world, man? New product coming out. Got yep. Immaculate Baseball drops uh, today, yeah. which is Wednesday. I don't know yeah, if you're going to post no, it's that cool. up or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we got a Bowman Chrome 2014 drops on Friday, so got some, some exciting breaks. Mm -hmm. uh, a different different turn from the basketball and hockey that's been you know popping lately. So yeah, and and you said that National Treasures basketball didn't do so hot. No, what what what, what do you think is the big reason behind that? I don't know. There yeah. was a a big disconnect between the customer base and the manufacturers. I believe there just wasn't a lot of happy people. Yeah. Uh, in regards to that, from the past, it may have been the perception that the rookie class this year is not as strong as mm -hmm. past year, but it definitely didn't resonate with the customer. Uh, Immaculate Basketball did a little better. Yeah. You know, people like those big heavy patches and, yeah, and the, the shoe cards. Yeah, the a lot shoe of cards, a lot yeah. of new twist in that that really did well. Mm -hmm. So I'm starting to see maybe a, a a turn from National Treasures Basketball being the, the product. The product. Mm -hmm. Maybe Immaculate's taking that that flame or, or however you want to state it but yeah i mean i i kind of saw that with uh just for myself looking putting the product checklist together and all that and just putting the checklist together i was more excited for uh immaculate than national treasures and it's usually kind of flipped i'm still excited for both right you know because national treasures is is you know the man you know but yeah, with those sneaker cards, I can't stop talking about them. And now they put in Immaculate Baseball these cleat cards. Oh, they're nasty. Yeah. They, they're just they're great, which it's going to have to be that way. Yeah. With Panini not having their MLB license, you're going to have to have something that sticks out because they're exactly. still, again, there's that people want to see the logos on the people's jerseys. Mm -hmm. So for Panini to break into the baseball market, they're going to need this to really take off. Yeah, and, and that's a big problem with me that – I always talk about with, you know, the exclusive licensing and when card companies don't have that license and they try and put out products that the logos aren't there, it's all airbrushed. There's nothing wrong with it. They got to make their money. But personally, I, I love the logos. You know? Me too. I wish they would drop all that junk and, mm -hmm. and just get down to business. Yeah. So, Let your card speak for themselves. Exactly. And and so what what are your thoughts about Panini getting the NFL exclusive? You know, we talked about it a little bit before. I want to see how it turns out. Mm -hmm. I really don't want to see how it turns out, but <laughs> yeah. since it's going to happen, I want to see how that 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 works. But mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of disappointed people out there. Topps Chrome Football is it's a great product, yeah. and and that's what people want. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm hearing so much disappointment. Like if that goes away, I may be done collecting. So you know, with Topps Chrome Football, you know that's such a staple. But you know, with Panini, you know what what could their staple product be to say, hey, this is the football season. You know, this is the start of it. Uh, I mean. You've always got your your NT football. Yeah, you're, they're fixing to come out with the flawless football, which yep. there's going to be a little buzz about that because you're going to it's going to have to at the price point. It's yeah, going to have to really delivered. kill it. And 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 I talked about that earlier in the show. How you know I, um, for an inside new releases, how intense that product's going to be. And a lot of people are saying that's going to take over National Treasures. And it, it may, but here again, price point. Yeah. I, I, there's not a lot of there's a lot of money out there, mm -hmm. but there's not a lot. I mean, people need to be able to afford to be a part of these products. So, yeah. if I was Panini, I would focus on some mid range products, really figuring out how to make that hit home with yeah. the collector, because that that's going to be what entices these guys to buy more mm -hmm. and at a reasonable price. Mm -hmm. You're always going to have your guys that can go out and collect the high end stuff, but you you beef up the lower end to mid end, you, you might hit a home run yeah exactly and you might get collectors back into the hobby who went away because of the whole price point situation you know right less stickers more on card <laughs> yeah. uh they're doing better with the patches mm -hmm. uh, bringing those in game use stuff is always great card design helps but i mean the, the biggest thing i hear for the last two weeks has been how tops for example on finest football all sticker autos mm-hmm 
that just shows to the collector and to me personally too that they don't care. Yeah. There's not much attention brought to that detail. And I know that there's, oh, we couldn't get him to sign this, couldn't do that. Hire somebody to, get to go hustle. <laughs> I mean, you're paying these guys, hustle them up. Yeah. You so. know, it, it would be interesting to get someone on from Tops or Panini, Upper Deck, Leaf, whoever, who try and get these autographs, you know, try and hound, you know, athletes to get these back in and see how hard it is. Because, you know, I really think it's pretty tough, you know, and, and that's it. why that's why for the NFL they have the rookie premiere. So they're like, hey, here's here's you know thousands of cards. Sit for a couple hours and sign them because right. we're not going to get you throughout the season, you know. Correct, but at the same time, they're going to sign the stickers. They can sign some cards. Maybe come out ahead of time with your design. Yeah, get the cards you know developed mm-hmm. and out there for those to be done and and have enough time for it. Then drop the product maybe months later. Yeah, we're always getting product pushed back. Yeah. I don't see what would what would be bad about maybe. Re- redesigning your output mm-hmm. and, and when it's released yeah and and trying to get back on track yeah no I, I I see your your side on that and I try to stay on the fence as as best as I can well, but too. I do agree yeah <laughs> Cause I gotta yeah I, I gotta work both so I gotta be with the customers ear oh, of and course. The, the, the hobbies ear, yeah so. but I do agree with you that you know getting that on card you know we were looking at tops triple threads baseball mm-hmm. you know at my desk and the Odor autograph was was sticker, right. but there were a couple on card that you're like, man, this, this it just makes the card that much sweeter. It does. I know? mean, hey, the athlete held this card in his hand when he signed it. He was looking he at it. He didn't have a roll of stickers. <laughs> yeah. And and so it, it does. It brings a, a, a whole different aspect of the game, and it, it makes you – there's guys that won't collect stickers at all. Yeah. I can't stand them. Yeah. <laughs> I do have some, and I do have some in my collection. Just That's just how it is. It's the mm-hmm. nature of it and the way that the, the hobby's turned. But yeah. we need to somehow right the ship. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about kind of some instances in case breaking. You brought up a really interesting point uh, with random if if I'm not mistaken, it was uh, pick your team versus random uh, breaks. Yeah, there's a a big fad going right now with pick your team where I don't know how they come up with the the price the points. price point yeah. of each team because how could you even do that? So you know, essentially they have a breakdown. You you pick your team. It's a great concept. It really is. But where the disconnect is and where the issue is is where people are getting overcharged for it. When when you said you know with, with teams. Like, okay, let's talk about baseball. You know, you got the prospects, Chris Bryant, you know, Javier Baez with the Cubs, uh, Gregory Polanco with the Pirates. You know, those teams are going to be more money, correct? Correct. So how how could you have just a certain number or a certain amount of money for each team? You know that they're going to be more money and you're not going to really want to collect, say, I don't know, the the Giants. Somebody will want to buy those teams, though. That's what I'm saying. You take this lump sum of money. Yeah. Because it shouldn't be any more than a random team. Because when you do a random, there's no, you know what you're paying for the case. Yeah. You know that, say, example, fifty, you know, fifty four dollars a spot, twenty six spots, six, whatever. Yeah. You know what that amount is. You know what you're paying for the case as a whole. Mm-hmm. When you get to these pick your teams, a lot of times you buy them. They're they're off the website. You can't tell what somebody paid for them. Yeah. And you sometimes those teams, the good teams, aren't even available to everyone because mm-hmm. somebody's, oh, I'm going to reserve this team throughout. Well, that doesn't give anybody else fair opportunity. Yeah. But the way you do it is, is you take the sixteen hundred dollars, then you price out your teams from that. That's your starting point. Yeah. So Javier Baez and the Cubs, I'm going to pay fifty bucks for them, but then you you tear it down. Mm-hmm. So if a, you know there's a team out there that's less desirable Mm -hmm. five bucks somebody's going to pick them up just for that outside chance yeah yeah you're going to sell them Mm -hmm. so your money's still there there's enough to be made there's no deceitfulness there's it's free game for everyone i I mean there should not be any more cost involved in a pick your team than a random case because we're all buying it at the same price Mm -hmm. and there may be a little fluctuation 100 bucks 200 dollars. when you start talking about six and seven hundred dollars a case yeah that's a big amount of money Mm -hmm. and then people's you know Oh, we're going to give this away. We're going to give. We're doing a big giveaway. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not giving anything away. It's like the federal government. <laughs> you're, you're getting your own money back yeah. uh, that you overpaid. Mm-hmm. So I would just warn new collectors, new guys to the breaking world: mm-hmm. do their homework, do their yep. math, look and see because you shouldn't be paying too much more than you could go out and buy at retail. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not 
heavy into case breaking just because I, I don't understand a lot of it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know the basics, you know, stuff like that, because we do it here at Beckett Auctions. But um, as far as the prices and, and the different, you know, ways of, of getting teams, it's it's so complicated. How, how do you how can you possibly control all of that? Like how, on a daily basis, how do you do it? You know, is uh, as it, far as just how do I figure out? Yeah, uh, all, all that stuff. Uh, it, 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 you got to come down with checklists first. You got to do your homework on it because you got to know what teams are heavy, yeah. which teams don't have as much. That way, you make it as fair and balance as possible as you can for everyone that's in this participating. Yeah, that's why it, it's really good to have a breakdown of that that way you can combo teams up so if say some people do out teams they just take the team completely out yeah if something comes up they'll random it off me personally i like to combo them to make the lesser teams more stout so they'll get two teams for the price of one spot yeah okay uh so when it comes out with that you know you, you got to do your pricing you do your shipping breakdowns you got fees we got to pay taxes just mm-hmm. like everybody else oh case breakers make a killing some do, believe yeah. it or not. As soon as I find out how that is, I, I want to get on that bandwagon. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, there, you know, there's enough money to be made and, and do it fairly and save mm-hmm. everybody money and provide something that, that everybody wants. Yeah. Not everybody can go drop $2,000 on a case, but they can go out and drop 40 50 bucks at a chance that a case hit and have a good time, camaraderie. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much it. Just do your homework. What about non-sports? Have you ever thought about getting in, into that? I'm, D- I, done I, some. Uh, not popular enough? Not really. I've done some Leaf Pop Century before, which is, you know, it does have some athletes in it. You're, yeah. And it has your movie stars and, you know, you just saw the actors and some, I can't remember what else was in there. President Autos oh, really? and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Recent. But other than that, it's, it's really hard to do a breakdown of it. Yeah. Because you'd have to do it by the alphabet, last <laughs> name. I <laughs> yeah, don't know. that. Yeah. It gets a little. There's just not seems that like big that's of demand. Too, yeah, that and it's too complicated. It is the best know? way to do that is just go to one of these guys that do that have a hobby shop that are that are casting live. Maybe just buy a box. Yeah, uh, do it that way. Yeah, is the best. And, and speaking of hobby shops, going to your local hobby shop, we had Nick Redwine of of Nick's Sports Cards here uh, last week. Great interview. If you guys haven't listened to it, check it out. Uh, but he was talking about. You know, he might start getting into the whole case breaking craze, uh, but purely having it in his store, not selling anything online. The people would have to go into his store, watch the break, pay it there, get the cards there. Yes. Yeah, so what, what do you think about that? Well, first, uh, Nick and Debbie over at Nick Sports Cards are great people. I've, yeah. I've personally been there to break for them. I did one live in store. They had customers come in and buy. Nice. Plus, I was able to sell spots, mm-hmm. you know, for them just to show them kind of the ropes. Yeah. I think it's a great way to do it, uh, to get kids involved. Mm-hmm. They can be there to physically see it. I remember when I was breaking there, kid kept jumping up on the counter wanting to see. <laughs> I just want yeah. So it's definitely intriguing. Mm-hmm. I think that they could do it, barring there's enough room, uh, that there's an interest and they know what they're doing. Yeah. I don't see why not. I think doing it online, though, is correct. It, for them to try to break into it now or any other hobby shops, it's going to be difficult for yeah, anyone because yeah. – mm-hmm. The market right now is diluted with breakers. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, there's not that special. Oh, we got to find. And I'm one of the guys. I, you know, I popped up out of nowhere pretty much. Mm-hmm. But you know, you earn your stripes, and it takes time, and it takes a lot of work. And I think they could be successful at it as long as they market it well. Yeah. Uh, in shop case breaks would be a great way to bring people into the shop, it- see singles. See other products exactly. So that that's what I was gonna say is that you know you get these guys who you know obviously want to get their their collection going with these case breaks, but you bring them in and they're looking around the shop, seeing these singles, other products that they don't know about, and it kind of is like, all right, you know, you're in this case break. Hey, let me just buy a box of you know whatever the case might be on the shelf. You know, mark it down twenty, thirty percent just for that night for the case break. You know, they they could do so much. Uh, as far as hobby shops go, I think it would be huge. Oh yeah, you could even you know throw some twists in there and have some box wars and pack wars, and yeah. all of a sudden, uh, yeah. Nick and Debbie are able to move some of the, the <laughs> loose packs and stuff that they would just had sitting there. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of different twists they can do. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the main thing would be is to to build some sort of relationship with their customer base where they all get together and 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 have some sort of camaraderie like we do online. We mm-hmm. all sit there and chat and talk yeah. the whole time. Yeah. So we're not just some guy lonely sitting there at the card <laughs> shop opening packs by himself and yeah. able to share what you've hit and show other people like, yeah. oh, check this out. Yeah. Well, hey, I collect it. I want to buy it. Let's trade. Yeah. So it opens up a whole 
new element of the hobby that other card shops do that though. I mean, so there, it, it can be successful. Yeah. And you know, the whole camaraderie thing, you know, I, I doing the case breaks, I think we've done four or five. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Um, but to get the people to comment makes me feel like, okay, I'm doing something right because it, I, I just feel like it's me and Andrew, the intern here. We're just opening packs by ourselves, trying to talk to people. And, and when people aren't talking, it's like, oh man, this, yeah, I mean, lonely. well, you gotta, <laughs> you also gotta think. It happens in my room sometimes too. But you're you're talking about breaking during the day. Mm-hmm. A lot of these guys are sitting at work. Yeah, and yeah. they don't need to get caught. Yeah. you know, chatting it up <laughs> and stuff. That so stuff. <laughs> there's a definitely a the daytime crowd can be that way sometimes. You just gotta live with it. Yeah, uh, you you're kind of limited to what you can do here. Yeah, as far as craziness goes That's and being true. outspoken, uh, yeah. me. I'm I'm pretty much the kind of guy that you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> that's why I show up randomly because exactly. it's like, man, what what's Josh going to talk about right. tonight? You and know? that's why you you just don't ever you never know what's going to come out. So there's that. But you all you're correct though. If you don't pull what we call you know heat, if you don't pull something that's good, yeah, then you're going to hear it from them. You mm-hmm. will you will get some comments. Yeah. <laughs> And crickets are all are sometimes that that comment, you know, yeah. just be silent, and you're like, "Crap, I need to do something." Yeah, here. exactly. So, yeah, well, you know, and that's when that's when you build a relationship with the the breaker, the the guys that you always hang out with. You know, if the case isn't as stellar as you want, I take it upon myself sometimes to give away break credit. Mm-hmm. I'll give away cards. Uh, just do anything to try to keep everybody happy and in a yeah. good mood because at the end of the day, it reflects on me how everything goes, and these guys put their hard earned money up. Yeah. We need to respect that because ultimately, which a lot of these breakers don't want to hear it, we work for the customer. Yeah, We're not special. <laughs> We're not celebrities. Yeah. We open packs of cards yep. and provide a service, and that is it. Yeah, There's no famous anything about any one of these breakers, yeah. including me. <laughs> well, you know, I, I feel like you're somewhat famous because of your recent past with, with certain card shows, uh. Uh, which we won't name, but... That's that was uh, that was great, you know. Just it, it it was it was unfiltered, and things probably shouldn't have been said, but it was in the heat of the moment. I would say unfiltered, but I would say highly edited. Yeah, hi, uh, definitely, it, it would not be worthy of Beckett Radio. <laughs> no, and, it wouldn't be yeah. worthy. I don't even want my kids hearing that. But yeah. it is what it is. It was yeah. spur of the moment. It's somebody that you know I got offended by. Mm-hmm. I take this hobby seriously. I've got a lot of money invested in this hobby. I'm a collector ultimately, and when people try to tread on that i don't you know i'll step up to bat for yeah. anybody yeah. that i like yeah if i don't like them they can you know yeah do whatever <laughs> exactly but no I, I know what you're talking about and we won't bring any names up nah. but most of the guys out there know and i still have those same feelings towards those people yeah and and you know it's in the past so it did happen and and we just got to roll with it and you know the people who do that kind of stuff hey they they got their own little place no i know? agree and and you're gonna definitely gain by showing these people you're willing to go to bat for them too mm-hmm. When you get people out there that are trying to destroy the hobby, it doesn't affect me. Yeah. It affects a lot more people. It affects the people that I break for. Yeah. Because then they got to go build that trust and that that factor with somebody else. If you don't like what we're doing, leave us alone. Exactly. Move on. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, the internet trolls. You exactly. Know, the they hobby they live trolls. through other people. They yeah. they try to live. You know, you got some guys that that that's all they do. They mm-hmm. sit at home. They're locked up in their house and they yeah. have nothing else to do but watch. Yeah. And they get their kicks off of that. So <laughs> it's a definitely a balance. It's not all fun and games. I mean, there's you've got to hear John from everybody. And yeah. so it can be fun. Yeah. And it can be miserable. It's just it's life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you, yeah, you gotta roll with the punches, right. you know. But hey Josh, we love you coming on the show. Yes, sir. Uh, we appreciate it. And whenever you want to come on again, whenever you're in town. Hey, just come CardWorldTV.com. on. Don't yeah. forget that, man. Come yeah. on. I need my shameless Sorry, plug. my bad. I totally forgot. I even wrote that down. Yeah, CardWorldTV.com and at CardFatherX on yeah. Twitter. It, and CCXBreaks.com if you want to come throw some dough at my breaks. You know, I, I got to talk to my higher-ups about maybe a possible uh, compensation raise for how successful this radio show is going. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, we're, we're just killing it, man. You're doing well. <laughs> I, hey, I, I love listening, and Thanks, uh, whenever y'all hear this stuff, Tweet it out, get it out there, and learn from the hobby. It's not. Definitely. There's a lot of good people that come on the show. I, I like listening to it. So yeah, we we got a lot of cool guests coming on. A lot of people coming through the offices. It's it's a lot of fun for me as just a radio guy, a radio nerd, I guess. You know, to uh, talk to all these hobby greats and uh, people who know so much like yourself. It, it's awesome to have you guys in here. Just just to sit down with me and just 
you know, what helps talk, us out know? too, because we, we have an opportunity to educate and to enlighten and where people can formulate their own decisions yeah. and formulate their own opinions. So anytime I have a chance to do that, I love to do it because definitely. a lot of people don't agree with me, but I'll tell you how <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, no, definitely. All right, Josh. Well, thanks so much. And you have a good one. All right. So a special shout out to Josh Cade, AKA Cardfather X for coming on the show and doing a pretty awesome interview. He knows a lot about uh, case breaking, so we love to have him on because uh, I really don't know a lot and I need to know more. But without further ado, we got our next interview right here, ready to go, live on the phone, all the way from Los Angeles, Ivan with the breaks. What's up, man? Hey, Derek. How you doing today? You know, I, I'm doing all right. Now I'm doing better because, you know, I've I've literally been addicted to your show. If the people out there haven't seen it, the breaks... It's it's just hilarious. I, I there's no other words to say. Uh, I, I'm I'm so addicted to it, and I can't wait for the next episodes. But let's let's just quickly talk about how you got into collecting, and then how you got into producing these web series type shows. Okay. Yeah. Well, first off, I think I'm required by my producers to say uh, www.youtube.com backslash collect fail. Okay. That's where you can find all of our episodes. I uh, I got into collecting when I was a kid, when I was three, four years old. Uh, 1987, 88 cards, Donruss, Tops. Uh, my family's from Chicago originally. I was raised in Nebraska. But, you know, the Cubs Cubs back then were so perfect. You know, you oh. Ryan Sandberg, yeah. Greg Maddox. Those were, those were the cards to get. It's interesting to see, you know, how you can correlate the daily life of a collector onto the screen, you know, whether it be a movie theater or, or just on, on the computer, you know. Uh, how, how did you really just get the idea of putting everything in a video? Well, you know, it started because... Sadly, a lot of the videos are based on actual real-life experiences. Yeah. Um, I, I bid on a box of Inception, and I told myself, I'm only going to bid once. Sorry, a case of Inception. Yeah. told myself, I'm only going to bid once. And then a couple days later, I looked back at it. I'm like, oh, I can afford another $25. Yeah. And it wasn't until after I finished buying the case that I realized it was in-state and eBay charges sales tax. So <laughs> it ended up... You know, I blew my original bid out of the water by like 200 bucks and still got stuck with it. Um, so these things happen to me. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, um, and, and the funny thing was, Ivan, that at the end of that episode, you were like, oh, sales tax, like what? And then it just cuts and it's like, oh, that's perfect, you know, because everyone's yeah. <laughs> had to have gone through that at least once in their life, you know? Yeah, in fact, actually, I'm here. I am, you know, and it's two years since I really got back into collecting and started doing the web series. And just this week, I've got two absolutely ridiculous things that I'm dealing with that I'm like, I can't believe I, I can't believe I bid that much. Yeah. I can't believe I bid that much and didn't realize it was a non-auto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, what what the heck, man? <laughs> yeah. Let's let's make sure we edit that out. Don't let people know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but then I'm, my passion in life is, uh, I'm an actor. I yeah. moved to Los Angeles seven years ago. Okay. Um, have been working various production jobs and doing some small acting gigs here and there. And, um, you know, I was, I was doing the collecting and my girlfriend at the time, now fiance, I know girlfriend at the time. Oh, congratulations. Typical, the breaks thing. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, condolence letters for her can be sent to, Oh yeah. <laughs> no, um, so, you know, always looking for a little something to do. And she was also like, you know, what's with all this card collecting? You, you know, you're taking up too much space. So it stands to reason, oh, I'm doing it for my career. We're going to make a web series out of it, you yeah, know? Yeah. And um, turned it into an excuse to uh, collect more cards, really. I know it seems like it's the other way around. It's for my acting career, but yeah. uh, <laughs> really it's so I have an excuse to buy Blake Bortles cards. There you go. There you go. Just Blake Bortles. So, um, I, I just want to put it out there. Every episode, it seems like you have a new girlfriend, and obviously that's not the case. So will, will that be kind of the new, the new thing or the new stick is you have a girlfriend each episode, or, or what's the deal with that? Well, so that was the plan for season one, uh, mainly when me and uh, Dave Denholm, the uh, producer who writes and directs each of the episodes, when we first met to go over sort of the idea, you know, the first episode had to end with, it being a choice between girlfriend or cards. Yeah. 
And obviously we had to choose the cards or the series would have been really short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. uh, so with that setup, we realized, you know, it'd be kind of funny if that, you know, especially because we were working on a micro budget, if that became sort of the theme was the conf- or the conflict was always that this just sort of gets in the way of that. Mm-hmm. So we exploited it. Um, you know, the whole goal, season one is 10 episodes. Uh, I do actually finally meet the girl of my dreams, nice. who happens to be a sports card collector. <laughs> I can't tell you how I ruined that one, Uh-oh. but that leads into season two, which season two then becomes trying to win her over specifically. So sort of a different tack, but we've still got quite a few episodes to go until that shift happens. Yeah, definitely. Now, uh, you did get some uh, help with Kickstarter. I know everyone's looking at Kickstarter for a great jump start into some potential avenues uh, to help them get get some projects going. And I know Kickstarter uh, was definitely crucial in finishing season one. Is there a way where people could help out for season two or, or sometime in the future? Um, you know, people if people are interested in continuing to support us, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, we're planning on doing another Kickstarter for season two, but um, that won't be for a couple months still. Okay. So the best thing you can do is follow us on Twitter. Um, the one thing is we really, you know, we care about giving back to everybody. Uh, we're not, whenever we get a free box of cards, we give away the hits to the people that follow us on Twitter and that support us. Um, all the Kickstarter money, like my Bortles money, that's all personal money. All yeah. the Kickstarter money is going directly into the production. Um, Dave and I haven't been taking a salary on it or uh, um, anything. So, you know, we really are all about giving back. So in the meantime, until we get the season two Kickstarter ready to go after episode 10 airs, you know, just make sure you follow us on Twitter at watch the breaks. Um, you know, hopefully you guys will win some of the giveaways. We've got another one coming up, uh, about to post later on today, nice. uh, for an ultra pro bat tube. If anybody Ooh. out there needs a bat tube for yeah. storing bats. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's always fun to help people out who are so enthusiastic about the hobby as well as, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm a struggling musician. I, I went to school for music and, you know, I, I eventually went into radio and, and then got here at Beckett. Uh, that's a different story for another time. But it's always nice to help people out who are really trying to uh, further their career and their passion. And so uh, for, for, I guess, your example, you know, you're an actor. You're trying to do what you love. And this is a perfect situation for you. So what, what better way to help someone out than to uh, you know, support you guys and support the breaks? Uh, it, it's a great idea. Uh, a couple more questions for you, Ivan. It, it sounds like you're getting pretty big uh, and you're getting these guest athletes. What can we expect in the future from the breaks and guest athletes? Well, so um, we did just film episodes seven and eight, even okay. though only episode five has been online so far. And we were able to get a uh, two-time Olympian, world champion, uh, to guest star in that episode, Katie Ulander. Wow. Um, so that's pretty cool. She does skeleton. So she goes downhill on ice at like 120 miles an hour face first. Yeah, very fast. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. <laughs> Maybe the... You know, having a girl on the set that was way tougher than me, um, <laughs> a little intimidating, but she was so awesome and so much fun to work with. So we're really excited to show you guys her episode. And then um, we're working on a, another celebrity uh, to pop up, another athlete. You know, my dream, of course, would be for it to be Chris Bryant. Uh, he's not been returning my phone calls, texts, emails, postcards, and every other method of stalking him I've tried. That's too bad. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're, we're, uh, we're working on getting someone else to surprise you this season. And one of my goals for next season is actually to do, um, I have an old, a whole episode in mind that if I can get, well, sorry, I'm getting vague because I don't want to say too much oh, and okay. know, then disappoint people, but, yeah. um, it'd be a pretty funny episode if we could get it going with some hall of famers actually oh, uh, wow. that I happen to be connected to. So um, yeah, you know, just trying to trying to push buttons, see who's willing to come out and play. We're we're able to keep our production days relatively short, um, so it's not too much of a commitment to ask somebody to show up for a few hours. And you know, and that's one of the things that the Kickstarter money goes towards is being able to afford their appearance fees. Yeah. So definitely. Well, one one closing question: You were at the national convention. Uh, we were at the national convention and had a lot of fun. And there was a massive Ferris wheel 
out in the middle of the convention. And, and I asked pretty much everyone I talked to there if they went on the, the Ferris wheel and if they opened packs of cards, if they did a box break or anything like that. And they all said no. So I was very disappointed that I was going to find out that no one was man enough to go on that Ferris wheel and open some cards on video until a couple days ago when I saw this video being posted by yourself <laughs> where you did that. So I just want to congratulate you for being just a man among men to get on that Ferris wheel and open up some cards. So congratulations, man. Well, thanks. Um, I mean, the story behind that that people listening on the radio might not know is that the Cleveland Convention Center Ferris wheel is, I think, the world's fastest Ferris wheel on record. <laughs> yeah. um, if you go on YouTube and watch our break from the Ferris wheel, yeah. it goes around six times in two minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah. So I can understand people's reluctance to go up there and do that. Um, we did get very fortunate and Actually, from uh, Blowout's booth, I uh, they did a random drawing, and it blew my mind because he pulls out a, uh, a ping pong ball, uh, pulls out a card number, so it was like double blind, and I managed to win a super six-pack uh, super box. So I was sitting there with this $800 box Yeah, that's only six packs, all pre-slabbed, Yeah. And I'm looking at the Ferris wheel and thinking, what better product could you open on the Ferris <laughs> wheel than a mega box that's also already protected? Exactly. Um, <laughs> even still, the, the wheel got around an entire time before I even got the first pack from the box open. And then we hit a panic, and I just start ripping stuff, and stuff's flying everywhere. But it was a lot of fun. It was really exciting and well, cool. So. Well, that's cool, man. Well, everyone needs to go to YouTube.com slash CollectFail. Also on Twitter, at WatchTheBreaks. There's five episodes right now on YouTube. I hope Hopefully the sixth one's coming out soon. I got all these guys here at the office here at Beckett Media hooked on, on your show. So they're, they're wondering when the next episode's going to be put out. So you got some uh, big-time fans here at the Beckett offices, and uh, we just wish you luck, man. It's a great thing what you're doing and, and having fun with it. it it's, it's hilarious, like I said, and I just wish you, uh, I wish you luck, man. Well, thanks a lot. I really, really appreciate that, Derek, and I appreciate you having us on. And, uh, you know, the best thing is knowing that my, uh, my sad stories are making other people laugh. There so. you go. <laughs> well, thanks, Ivan. You have a good one. All right. You too, Derek. All right. So special thanks to Ivan and Josh Cade for coming on the show this week and just sharing some love, some thoughts, some opinions, and, and just some fun times here with Beckett Radio. Ivan seems like a really cool dude. I, I wish he lived in Texas so we could just sit down and talk, but hopefully we can get him on the show next year at the National Convention and uh, yeah, just have a little fun with it. But that really wraps it up for me this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I, 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 of course, did. You know, I, I'm happy right now because I just got to talk to Ivan of the Breaks as well as Josh Cade, one of the great case breakers out there in the hobby. If you guys have any questions for me, shoot us an email, radio at Beckett.com. If, if you have a question about pricing, if you have a question about a news story, anything really, just shoot us an email. I'll get that email to the appropriate person here at Beckett Media. And yeah, follow us on Twitter at Beckett Radio. Check Beckett Auctions out. We're going to have a really cool auction coming up at the beginning of the month. And next week, we're going to have Rob Springs come on and talk to us about a few items that are really cool, like that Babe Ruth Harry Frazee dual cut autograph card. Uh, there's like a Jackie Robinson autograph something. I, I'm not going to give too much away, but there's a lot of cool stuff. Where I, I think it's called Legends of Baseball's Past or Legends of Baseball. So if you get that little theme, you know that it's going to be some heavy hitters in America's pastime, you know, and, and that's baseball. So definitely check that out. Auctions.beckett.com. A lot of cool stuff on there. October 5th is when the auction goes live. So get ready for that. Like I said, I'm your host, Derek Fick, and we appreciate you. Uh, checking us out, listening to our podcast on iTunes. If you have any questions, shoot us an email, radio at Beckett.com, or like I said on Twitter, at Beckett Radio. Other than that, I'm out of here. Thanks for listening to Beckett Radio. Like I said, I'm your host, Eric Ficken. You guys have a good one. See you later. <laughs>